0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio. Life-changing manifestations with your host, Sterling Meyer. Welcome to Manifestation Mastery Podcast number 26. Tonight we're going to be discussing relationships. And do you know why this topic is so important? Relationships influence us critically when it comes to manifesting. But before we begin tonight's show... I'd like to let you all know that next week, Wednesday, March 24th, I have a special guest, Psychic Shelly Hopfberg, on the show. So get your burning questions ready and ask Shelly your questions. Get your answers. You know, she's really quite gifted, and I really encourage you to call in next week and interact on our live show. So if you need a reminder, subscribe to this show via Blog Talk Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Luminary, or iHeart Radio to receive weekly notifications for upcoming shows. Also, feel free to link up with me through social media. Links are located on the top right-hand side of my website, and that website is getyourlifenow.com. The March 19th three-day manifestation mastery weekend course is now sold out, but there will be more. So you can either just sign up for the newsletter or email me directly to be added to the list for our upcoming weekend events at info at getyourlifenow.com. All right. You beautiful people out there. This is a live show, so feel free to call in with your manifestation questions. The call-in number is 516-387-1582. I'll repeat that. Call-in number 516-387-1582. Now, this is a deep and intricate show. So you may want to listen by revisiting the show when it's archived, but no matter what, this show is powerful. It's gonna be enlightening, I promise. All right, you may not have thought of it like this or noticed the importance of what I'm about to say, but here we must go. We have a relationship to everything we perceive in our lives. We have relationships with family, friends, coworkers, acquaintances, neighbors, the people who service our needs. We have a relationship to our home, pets, vehicles, ourselves, even the city or town we live in. And that list is endless when we talk about our relationships to the things that we perceive in our lives. And if those relationships to everything that makes up our world, down to our toothbrush, is disempowering, it's going, to, it's, going to infect, it's going to affect our lives and infect our lives in the most powerful ways. It will show up. Our relationship to everything in our lives influences our other relationships and what we do in our lives and how we feel and what we think. We are affected by relationships so much so that they actually influence all these things. You know, how we think and how we feel, well, that's a vital part of manifesting. It's a vital part is how we think and feel. Now, relationships to all the things, people, places, events, determine our level of satisfaction and fulfillment that we experience in our lives. Our peace and productivity as well and our overall success and happiness in our lives. It also influences and shapes our limitations and constraints towards our manifesting abilities, the power and empowerment we have access to in our lives. Now, before we talk about transforming our relationships from disempowerment to empowerment, So we can access limitless abilities and manifest anything we want. Let's first revisit the four steps for manifesting. So looking closely at those four steps in manifesting, we first want to start with the first step, which is a thought. And that thought, it sparks an emotional reaction that then determines the action we take or do not take. And not taking action is actually a choice in itself is taking action. That action of not taking action is doing nothing. So action is something that is actually step number three in materializing is the final fourth step the fourth step in manifesting is the product or end result the fourth step is the physical representation the materialization of the original thought if you intend to bring your thoughts into the physical plane the problem with manifesting occurs when we disrupt the flow the steps for manifesting so for example we have a great idea, you know, to get into better shape. We may say to ourselves that we would like to have that in our lives, but if the second step, the emotional reaction, doesn't support that initial thought, we stop manifesting manifesting it from happening. In other words, we stop ourselves from having the very thing we desire. It really seems silly, right? Who'd to stop what, what we Really want in our lives, but this happens all the time Because taking the example further to illustrate my point our emotional reaction may be Well, who am I kidding the last time I tried that I failed miserably To try and get into shape The other way to stop manifesting what we want is to stop ourselves upon reaching step number three which is taking action. So I'll use another example thought. Oh my God, I'd love to be in a wonderful romantic relationship. Step number two, emotional response responses. Yes. Oh, that would be wonderful to experience just that. I really do want that. But if number three is out of alignment, such as saying to yourself, well, where am I going to meet someone? I don't really know where to look or it's COVID. No one's really meeting anybody right now or anything like that, that doesn't support the first two steps, we stop the manifestation process. This is why I always tell my clients, and it's in the book as well, The AOM System, Manifestation Mastery in 30 Days, if you aren't clear or sure about which action to take, take any action. Create any kind of action to take. And this works because you are generating energy towards a specific intention. And that energy generated attracts what you seek. And sometimes it's in the strangest, most mysterious ways. Sometimes taking any action creates new action to take. And... Or it could lead to new opportunities and pathways for connecting to what you seek. All right, so let's return to the importance to relationships. We are social creatures, even introverts who rarely engage in relationships, still actively think about and engage with others energetically through thought. So why do relationships fail? Why are they so challenging? How can they actually work and run smoothly? This is the topic for tonight, and we're not just going to talk about it, talk about how to understand relationships, we're going to talk about how to transform them so that they're peaceful, loving, fulfilling, and completely satisfying, thus returning our power to manifest limitlessly. The relationships we've solely created for ourselves that are disempowering really need to be transformed if we're gonna live successfully and happily. If you listened to my show previously, I touched on how our relationships got created in the first place. All those relationships I was talking to you about, our homes, pets, cars, cities, ourselves, people, all kinds of people. All of this is created between the age of approximately three and seven years of age. We experience life in all, all sorts of ways. When something happens, we bring a meaning, or it is just a an factor, and that is, no that has been invented. And that's it. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have inherent meaning. It's just bent metal. But we as creative beings, we create the meaning of the circumstances. creates an emotional reaction. And that emotional reaction is experienced. And we then take action that produces a result. Again, we're going back to that example. Number one. fender bender happened number two we created to mean something such as ah this is bad or this is something to take care of or to handle one of the two meanings is an empowering meaning you guessed it this is something to handle When one makes something mean something empowering or choose to make it mean nothing positive or negative, such as in this example, you retain your ability to be powerful, a powerful cause in the matter. Here in this example, making it mean it's something to handle creates an opening for taking certain action such as exchanging insurance and moving on with your day virtually uninterrupted. There's no making anyone or anything wrong. When it's interpreted as simply something to handle, you're free to experience yet a wonderful day. And you can apply the same example to relationships. Now, tonight we talked about how our world gets shaped And created by us between the ages of 3 and 17 we have created determined what kind of relationship we have with everything either empowering or disempowering meanings that we ourselves create we have friendships and crushes in school or college for example So we may experience losing people during that time, for one reason or another. They move, they develop new interests that takes them in another direction. They get a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or they simply lose interest for a myriad of reasons, which has nothing to do with how good enough we are. We remember how it felt when mom and dad divorced, how it, made us, how it made us feel like how we made it mean something was wrong. That there was a divorce and therefore we personalize it and then we say, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me. For something like a divorce to happen, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm unlovable or maybe there's something wrong with me. And we then reinforce this faulty, untrue belief. Each time we experience a loss of anything, in fact. You see, this was never true in the first place. Even though you created it and convinced yourself that it was and is true we then walk around with this untrue belief. I'm not good enough. And it is how we actually show up for others. It's how we introduce ourselves to others. Because that energy is picked up by others, and they act accordingly. Now, they may either refuse to believe it, or more often than not, they buy into the lie Because we've gotten so good at convincing ourselves for so long, it's easy to convince others. We also then attract people who have an inclination to not be dependable or reliable or responsible for nurturing and staying in relationships. And that's not even bad or wrong that these people don't stay in relationships. I mean, some people are undisturbed by people who show up and then leave the theme at some point. Some people don't. It, it just doesn't phase them that people come and go. And usually these people are similar, and they kind of come and go, so they get it, and they just don't take it personally. However, it may not work for us, or in other words, It may not be what we desire to experience in relationships. But now you see how we actually create those people and experiences in our lives. So by locating the root, the origin of these creations, our creations, It allows us to see not just how it was us all along that created those experiences. It also allows us to rewrite the story, the sentence we had created for ourselves that produced undesirable results, such as feelings of loss and sadness. That's the result of that lie that we created and bought into that there's something wrong with us or there's, you know, we're unlovable. And if you hear the little corpse in the back, that's Gigi, my sidekick, my platinum blonde multi poo. So I apologize. (laughs) Using the example of divorce as the origin notes, or thought processes may go a little like this. Yes, I remember when my parents divorced when I was 13. I felt scared and insecure. I was very sad. I thought that maybe if I was a really, really good kid, they would be so proud of me, they would never want to break up. I wonder even if the reason was because of me and the trouble that I had made sometimes. You know, maybe I'm just not good enough. And that's why they want to part there it is folks we just created who we are in the world not good enough we are so clever as creators and really good at inventing these untruths and convincing ourselves at it and convincing ourselves completely of such a lie that we are that truly powerful now, having distinguished how and when we created that false story about who we are, we can actually see the absurdity of it, which is powerful. Seeing the absurdity, the untruth, is so powerful, we could choose to give it up. Give up that ridiculous story and create the truth. I am good enough. I am enough enough. I am me and that is good enough or something along those lines see when we look at it now mom and dad divorced because perhaps they didn't know how to communicate there were trust issues or they didn't know how to work through things because they don't have the tools I mean there can be so many reasons however we are not the problem because remember, mom and dad created all of their relationships to everything that they perceive in their world between the ages of 3 and 17. Okay, so now you see where these untruths, these faulty beliefs get created and originate from. Now take a look at someone you have a relationship with, like anyone. Now think. Think. For a moment how they have a faulty belief about themselves that influence their behavior their thoughts and emotions towards you I mean can you see not only that they invent their story on their own but how that story may have been invented before once again here it is guys they ever met you because Again, their reality got created solely by them between those formative years of 3 and 17. They're taking that invented story and making it about you. Like the blames on you. Finger pointing at you. Alright? They, they think, oh, I'm not good enough and then this person just you know, didn't agree with something and so those feelings of self, lack of self-worth, those feelings of being undeserving or those feelings of not being good enough come back up. And guess when they got created? Way back when, before you even knew this person that you're now holding responsible for how you feel. I'll give you a simple example. A woman says to a man, do you want to go out tonight? The man says, no, I'd rather just stay home. And the woman thinks to herself, it seems he never wants to go out. I mean, maybe he's embarrassed to be seen with me or, you know, he just doesn't love me anymore. He just doesn't have any interest in me, which may not have anything to do with why he doesn't want to go out. And there's a million reasons that have nothing to do with you. But if you're coming from your story, I'm not good enough, it's perfect that you think and convince yourself that those statements or those reasons are true. Because they... Excuse me one moment, guys. Sorry about this. I've got to get my daughter... Out from the Barking Corner. Oh, all the apologies are mine. Live. Live radio. Yes. That's the excitement, isn't it? You never know what's going to happen. All right, so she says, let's get back to our story. What was I saying? I said something because what you believe, yes, that's it. What you believe about yourself is how you're going to experience something such as that. Something as innocuous as saying, I'd rather go home or be home, rather not go out. So if someone believed that they, themselves were whole and complete as a person, they would have a completely different experience of something like that. I mean, they would make make it mean or, you know, interpret that circumstance as perhaps thinking, well, I wonder why he seems unmotivated. Maybe he's under stress at work. Maybe I'll just ask him. Maybe I won't even assume. I'll just ask. You know, when we have a really, Healthy relationship with ourselves we don't come from a place of fear we just simply ask a question and we're prepared to hear what is said you know or or maybe maybe she thinks we should just do something different for a change and break up the routine and go on a fun adventurous trip maybe I'll bring that up maybe it's just boring to go out and do the same things maybe we just need to break up our routine You see, I think that you're starting to get the point. Because these early statements about our relationships we've created in our worlds are the reason why relationships fail. It's not because of the relationship itself or the person, the people themselves, but because of the inauthentic, untrue, Beliefs that get created by us and have not been revisited reconstructed from a place of truth so we can be free you know this experience we've had in the past needs to stay in the past where it belongs so it doesn't interfere with the present and the future of what it is that we're creating in our lives our lives are the series of creations and experiences and we're always the one creating and experiencing what we create. Examining your life's experiences and distinguishing how and where these false beliefs, how they got invented by you. This helps one to reconstruct a story from a place of truth and not an imagined untruth that then becomes a deserving belief. We can also recognize these untruths others created for ourselves, which gives us the opportunity to not take things personally because we know where and how people's meanings and interpretations came from. Where they come from and how they got created in the first place by having this kind of understanding now this changes our whole perspective and it changes the way we look at things the way we think the way we interact in our relationships and what we choose to create in our relationships how we choose to create our meanings how we choose to interpret situations we also love to to get lost and lose sight of what is true. But when you start to consider that something happens in life and we then we then go to that next step after perceiving something happening, go to that next step and it's very simple. we go, oh, That's bad. Oh, that's good. And then we go to this third step, which really, really shapes and molds and determines our limitations in creating our lives. And that third step is what we made it mean about ourselves and how we personalized this interpretation We don't even notice that we actually do this assessment, this interpretation, this meaning. Oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. Well, that's good. That's bad. Oh, that's right. That's wrong. But that has everything to do with what we create and experience. And then, like I said, we personalize it. Okay, so if this is right or wrong or da-da-da-da-da, good or bad, what does that me- must mean about me? What does that mean about me? Oh, I'm upset. My my parents divorced. What does this mean about me? Uh, it must mean that if I was a good kid, they they wouldn't dare want to divorce. i would make them so happy. You know, I'd be like the love of their lives, the light in their life. And therefore, they would never want to part. And they would be able to love each other more. This is how his kids thought. So, it really does come down to what we create. And I really want to invite you. I really want to invite you to start considering what you said to yourself during important events in your life, between those ages of three and 17? What did you say to yourself about where you were living, the home you were living in, the neighborhood, the school you were going to, the teachers there, the kids there? What did you, how did you interpret that? What did you create about that? And what did you make it mean about yourself? Because these are inventions, guys. These are not truths. You're never going to find every single person that's ever met a particular person, and they have the, you know, the same interpretation. You're always going to find somebody, even if it was like the meanest, you know, weirdest, cruelest person on the block. There's gonna be somebody that knew or knew or knows that person who has a different interpretation, who has a different meaning around that person. Therefore they have a different experience and a different relationship with that person. Are they right? Are they wrong to have a different interpretation? A different opinion? different meaning. No. They're not right or wrong. They're just creators. We all are just creators. And that's why I love to use that example. Two people go to the movies. They leave the movie. One person says that was the best movie ever. The other person says that was the worst movie ever. And who is right? And who's wrong? They're both right. Because that's what they chose to create and experience during that movie. So the thoughts that they created and what they experienced from those thoughts is what produced that end result. This is a great movie. It's not a great movie. And breaking it down to the most simplest, simplest basic form here on how we create our world and our experiences and our relationships. Oh, mom and dad got divorced. Oh, I get it. Relationships don't last forever. Oh, okay. That's my relationship to relationships. They don't last forever. They're all they're they're gonna come to an end somehow. In fact, they're going to come to a heartbreaking end. So now I'm an adult. I'm going to go out and have a relationship of my own. And I'm going to sabotage it. Or I'm going to destroy it. Or I'm going to prepare and in some way engage in a way where I can make sure it doesn't last. So I can keep that which I created about relationships. Intact and in place because this is the truth because I believe this I Believe that relationships don't work forever. So I'm going to do my part to make sure that that remains true Because I've convinced myself it's true so it must be true so it is true so i shall create it to be true This is this is what's going on it's that simple. But we're not aware of that. Because if we had that awareness, we would have some power. Key is in awareness. The power is in the distinction. Oh, I just distinguished that I... This is how I have... This is my relationship to relationships. I just distinguished that. Right? So now I've distinguished it. And now... and And I will assert I am the creator of my world so what would happen if I rewrote that story because I now remember when I invited invented it was when my parents divorced and I said that to myself I was really sad sitting in my room and I remember thinking oh I get it yeah relationships they just don't last forever what if I just decided to give that story up What if I took on the possibilities that they can and do endure time and challenges? What if I then take on that possibility so so fervently, so passionately, that I then embrace it and create it as a truth? You know, sometimes we start with a possibility And we, you know, from that possibility, our desire grows, our interest grows, our excitement grows, and we want it to be true. So we then can create it to be true. And guess what's interesting? The people that show up in your lives after that are people who believe the same things that relationships can be nourished, nurtured, expand, grow, flourish, and endure the test of time. So I'm going to leave you with that tonight. I'm going to leave you pondering what we just talked about because it's really powerful. We're also going to pick up this show again. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about how we hold people responsible for healing and repairing somebody else's misdeeds. Oh, yes. This happens all the time, if not every every time. So we're going to talk about that in our show coming up, so stay tuned, and always subscribe so you know when that show is coming up, because it is going to be a great one, and this one's been really in-depth, this is really, really, this is a lot of food for thought here, that's why I invite you to like re-listen to the show, because there's a lot of deep information here that we discovered, uncovered that takes place in the subconscious, that takes place in our blind spots that we're not aware of. But when we're aware of it, that's where the power is. That's when things start to change. Yep. People, you beautiful people, we love to receive your suggested show subjects. So if you have a subject you would like us to cover here, please, 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 please email us. Uh, contact us you know getyourlifenow.com contact us there let us know what you want to hear about on this show manifestation questions or quandaries anything give us give us some subjects and we will definitely definitely seriously consider having them on the show because we love it so this show is created with you in mind because it's for you so keep sending us suggestions all right what do you want to hear? We'll feature your subject and we'll dedicate the show to you. And if you don't mind, of course, you don't, if you're shy, it's okay. We'll, we'll just use your first name. The AOM System Manifestation Mastery in 30 Days. It's available. Now available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. AOM. Yes, it is an acronym for Art of Manifestation. For those of you just wondering, and you know what? I want to share a new Amazon review that we just received here. Five out of five stars manifest magic and miracles. This actually works. I love this book. Sterling's approach to this isn't based on theory, nor is this something that stops working when you put the book down. It's very simple everyday process that actually works and I've been completely amazed what I've been able to manifest through this program I love it and the results I've been able to achieve so much so that I've now bought this gift this book for gifts for some of my friends so trust me if you follow the steps found in this book your life will never be the same again and you you'll thank yourself for taking the time to read it and follow it What a beautiful review. Yes, we've been getting amazing reviews coming in and I just thought I'd share that one with you. So thank you listeners for being with us tonight. Go ahead, subscribe and comment. It really does make a huge difference and allows us to continue our efforts to transform the world with peace and abundance for all. It's together we do this. It is the Transform the World Global Outreach that I've created For everyone to be related, to be connected, because we all are one. This whole world is a community. It's not just our neighborhoods. It doesn't stop just outside our front doors. We really are a community, and we are one. And when we work in tandem together, we will have peace, abundance, happiness, fulfillment, and every wish and desire fulfilled. And that's who I am. And that's who I'm dedicated to being in the world. And that's what I love to do. All right. So until next Wednesday with psychic Shelly Hockberg, I'm sending you off tonight with a load of love, magic, and miracles to all of you. Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio, life-changing manifestations, with your host, Sterling Meyer.